I'm Ariel. And I'm Touchard. Our Green Branch is here to get to the root of any issue. From relationships and the strange. To travel and pop culture. Extending an olive branch from us to you. Come with us on a journey of growth. And don't forget to leaf a like. <laughs> this is OGB Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to Our Green Branch's first podcast. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Yes. It's been a long time coming. Such a long time. We're super excited right now. Very, very excited uh, to be bringing you guys, uh, you know, some more insight to us, uh, our channel, um, kind of what we're thinking, so that way you guys can be on the same page when we're doing weird stuff and I don't know. Which is all the time. Which is all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you can tell, our set has changed drastically. So drastic. Uh, can you guys even tell that we're in the same place right now? I can't. I can't. This is definitely podcast. Uh, this is definitely what a podcast looks yeah. like. Podcast central right here. Okay. We've okay. got the mic. And we've got the mic. And we've got the cups. Oh, you gotta have cups. You have to have uh, something to drink. Absolutely. While you're doing these podcasts, that way you can have these dramatic moments where you say something like, yeah, you know, uh, UFOs aren't real. And then you just, you sip the tea, okay? Now, do I believe that? Come on. Come on. Come on. Pretty sure we had a UFO uh, visit us two days ago. I'm Why? pretty sure. Okay. Okay. This isn't, this isn't even on the topic of what we're supposed to be talking about today. We're supposed to be talking about, of course, our relationship and mm -hmm. the channel. But a few days ago, I had this strange bump on the back of my ear, mm -hmm. okay? And it was like protruding out the back back here. I, I could feel it. I hadn't shown her it yet. It was, it was, and I was worried about it, but I was like, gosh, I don't know what to do about it. So I just went to bed, right? Well, I woke up the next morning and it's gone. Yeah. Like it's completely gone. Now this asshole says that I don't brush, that not brush, but I don't wash my behind my ears. He doesn't. And so <laughs> when she looked at it, tell the people what you saw. It was so clean. I was like, what the heck? And I now this is kind of gross too though, and I know for a fact that the day before I had felt like all my like it was it was dry back here. Yeah. And it was it was just a big bump thing that was just pull, like protruding out. It's gone. Completely gone. It's Looks so, like I did some serious work on the back of my ear, neck area. <laughs> on both sides. That's what was really strange. Is that it was on both sides where it was just really clean and just really... I mean, I'm a clean guy. Don't let her fool you. She's just being mean to me. Okay. She's being mean to me. And so now he thinks that since it just magically disappeared, that some aliens came and did a little bit of operation on him. So... You guys, be the judge. I don't. I'm not 100% sure about this, but hey, who am I? I'm not a person who studies aliens and what types of things they can do and what types of things they even want to do. Like, that is the most obscure thing in the world. Why would they want to clean the behind your ears? I called him alfalfa, but oh no, but that was about. Was it alfalfa who said his mom, like, he would grow potatoes behind his ears if, if he didn't clean them? I don't know. But it I might have been. It makes sense. Alpha Alpha could do that weird ear trick where he was like... It was something on the little rascals, but I called you Alpha Alpha for a different reason. Yeah, my, I had a little piece of dread. Just one single dread that was just sticking straight up. <laughs> She's such a jerk. She's so mean to me. Which brings us to Engaged at 16. Yes! So, you chose this topic. You started off. Yeah, I chose this topic because, well... Our wedding anniversary is this weekend. It's on April 22nd. We got married in 2012, so we are celebrating six years this year. We mainly got married in 2012 because I thought the world was gonna end, so I just want y'all to know that up front. Okay? December 2012, yeah, we wanted to yeah. signify our union before, yeah. you know, the aliens came. I just knew it was over. The Mayans, you know, impeccable uh, prediction skills, impeccable. They've never been wrong about nothing. The aliens were supposed to come again like a couple days ago, right? Yeah, they were supposed to come on the 18th. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, some things did happen on the 18th. 
crazy cloud, huge dust cloud in Iran. Huh. Very scary uh, sandstorm for them uh, in Iran happened on the 18th. Very scary. Like This thing was huge. Record breaking like sandstorm happened, but that's about it. Aww, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I was looking forward to it. I'm always looking forward to the world ending. Yeah, but just like every other day that comes and goes as far as the world ends, this is just another one of those. Yeah. I think like the Bible says, man, we will not know the time nor the date. Yes, nor the hour. Nor the hour. It just so happen. Yeah. So, engaged at 16. <laughs> All right, this is kind of clickbaity, but it's 100% true. We, he literally proposed to me when we were 16. So let's, let's just take it a little bit further back from that. Okay. We no. first met in eighth grade. Yep. Peachtree City, Georgia. Yep. J.C. Booth Middle School. J.C. Booth. Shout out to the J.C. Booth Middle School. Mr. Weaver's they, art class. We were the Warriors, weren't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. J.C. Booth Middle School, the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Then you go to McIntosh and you become a chief. Yes. She's got the Native American thing going. That's the South for you. However, we met in Mr. Weaver's art class. Yes. I was the new kid. I got to school maybe like two weeks late. And this was along the. Uh, this was also when I was really getting good at art. Not okay. getting good, but when I was starting to do perspective art, which is like where you have uh, a, a point on the map, and then it kind of things kind of go in that direction to kind of make it look like it's a, a I want to say three-dimensional picture. Gives um, it like city, a depth, depth. Depth, yes. So cityscapes, uh, different different things like that. I never, I, I mastered the cityscape, but I still couldn't master the landscape. So if it was just a tree in perspective, I didn't know how to make that work. Okay. Um, so landscapes I'm not good at, but cityscapes, I love those. So. Uh, Continue. So you were finding yourself artistically, and mm -hmm. did that give you a boost of confidence? Yeah. That's yeah. cute. Yeah, I had a boost of confidence in that in eighth grade. Also, like, come on, uh, big kid on campus, you know? When you're an eighth grader, you okay. might as well be a senior. You rule the school. You rule it. Like, that. They people see you and they move, <laughs> okay? You're darn right you're moving. About to, I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking I was gonna be doing in eighth grade. Do you know what you wanted to be when you were an eighth grader? I remember when I was in sixth grade, I wanted to be an actress, a singer, and I think a model, because I couldn't dance. I knew dancing was off the table. So She got scarred for dancing. Actually, this man. was after. This was even after that. That's what I'm saying. You were scarred after that happened. Yeah, but I'm, I'm sorry. This was before that happened. I did that dance what? class in eighth grade. Oh, but, snap. Yeah. So that, yeah, that just solidified that I was never going to be a dancer. But anyway, so you were very, you know, you were feeling yourself, right? I, I wouldn't say I was feeling myself because I still had a little self-esteem as far as girls went. Because okay. I want to say sixth grade, um, I'd just gotten out of a relationship. Isn't that cute? Sixth grade, I had gotten out of what I considered a long relationship, which was two years of me and this girl liking each other. Fourth grade to sixth grade. Continue. Never held her hand though. Never held her hand. Maybe got two hugs throughout the whole relationship. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It was a uh, it was a little bit of a risky uh, a risky relationship. It was interracial, you know, not here. Uh, so I think just during that time it was just a little strange. Mm -hmm. it was just, uh, not necessarily strange. Yeah, it was strange. Um, so we're in the south. I mean. We got looks, me and this chick, so it was kind of uncomfortable anyway, but we really liked each other. But of course, I never really made a move, so you can understand why she was like, I'm out. Aww. Uh, so sixth grade comes along, eighth I'm grade. single. Hold on, I'm getting oh, okay. to eighth grade. Sixth grade comes along, I'm single, ready to mingle. I just started asking chicks out, left and right, man. I didn't <laughs> even know. Just was like, hey, what's up? Go out with me. No. <laughs> that's okay what about you baby no so I did this to like maybe 15 or 20 different chicks just asking them out just asking them to go out with me and everyone said no so I assumed that, that meant I was ugly 
Then in seventh grade, I had a crush on my on the girl next door, Laurel Edge. And just putting her government out there. Laurel Edge. <laughs> and she broke me because one day I, we were at the lockers. My locker was at was close to home was close to the lunchroom or whatever. I was feeling myself once again, and I guess this morning your boy hadn't brushed his teeth. Aww. And so. I thought it was clever to say, hey, what's shaking bacon? I just thought it was clever. I was like, man, I'm up in here hitting her with these one twos. You know what I'm saying? And she said, you know your breath stinks, right? Aww. And then walked off. Aww. I promise you that day I went home and cried like a, oh, I cried so hard. So I was like, that's never going to happen. So that crush pretty much kind of stayed, but I was like, that's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. Um. And then eighth grade came, okay? Now I'm big boy, okay. right? I done already been through the go out with me phase. That didn't work. I done already been through the pickup line phase. That didn't work. So what's next? Well, I might as well just make her a family member. Next girl I see. Uh, okay. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know what? Not make her a family this, member. This is really what you thought before? No. Okay. No. Well, you're I, getting ahead of the story. Well, hold on. I thought maybe I should just kind of be really good friends with whoever whoever I have a crush on, just try and be their friend first before I go trying to mack it down. Okay, that's smart. Go ahead. That's now good. we're in eighth grade, now you're here. Now you're a part of the story. Look at him learning from his mistakes. Like, wow, that's really impressive as a, as a middle schooler. Hey, I was out there trying to make them. Yeah, so eighth grade comes along. I mean, since you gave all of your dating history, let me just go ahead and give mine. My mom told me that I couldn't date until I was 16. So, yeah, I, but, but, I did not heed to that. No, she did not. Sixth grade. Right. I had a boyfriend. I'm not going to put his government out there like you did. Octavian? Or, no, not Octavian. Octavius? Octavius was his last name. I will neither confirm nor deny that that is his Octavius name. Octavius Whitaker? I don't know. <laughs> no. What's his last name? Are you serious? Yeah, what's that his last name? Haha, Octavius Pacala. Okay. You didn't hear me, but that's okay. Let's move on. We dated for like, I would say maybe two months in sixth grade. I don't know why I'm jealous. Yeah, don't be. I'm getting all in my feelings. Don't be. I also don't think we held hands, but we had like our sixth grade trip because sixth grade at this school was still an elementary school. So I've heard this story already, so I know it's coming up. Yeah. Go ahead. So we took our, our field trip to Islands of Adventure because I was living in Florida at the time. And Best the, theme park in Orlando. On the bus. Good God. <laughs> on the bus, we were sitting next to each other and my friend was in skating. She's like, hey, you should like kiss him on the cheek. And so I was like, oh, kiss him on the cheek. Oh, gross. But whatever, peer pressure. So I go in for it. And of course, he does a thing where he turns his head and our lips brush. That was she awkward. she underplays her kisses so hard. Their lips didn't brush. One hundred percent. Them lips true. didn't brush. They touched, touched. They touched, touched, okay. touched down. Seven points. No, oh, sorry, six points. We about to go for the two point conversion. So yeah, but then I moved that summer, so that kind of just fell apart. So anyway. Seventh or yeah, seventh grade. I went to a different school. This school was in Atlanta, well, in Stone Mountain. So there, ATL. yeah, there were actually. I was like really like crushing hard on a bunch of people, and it like I made it really obvious, so obvious, and that one of the people who was signing my yearbook, one of the guys who was signing my yearbook, he said. Next year, choose who you're gonna like, or something like that. And I was like, dang! So, yeah, that was interesting. But seventh grade, okay, I went to this really black school. Sixth grade, it was really mixed, I would say. It was like, you know, very mixed. So, seventh grade, um, there were so many different guys to choose from that I was just like, yo, why limit myself? Even though I'm not even allowed to date, I know. Cover See, your everybody was, ha was having the same feeling in the sixth grade that you gotta really put yourself out there. Yeah, well, that, you no, wanna... that was seventh grade. Oh, yes. 
continue. Yeah, but still, same, you know, same thing. Because in sixth grade, like, I had started losing weight, you know, going through puberty. Not that I was chubby, but, I mean, not that I was fat. I was just, you know, I had a little bit of baby weight on me. So I lost that. And so by the time I got to seventh grade, I was, like, really feeling myself. I got a new pair of glasses. And so, yeah. But then um, eighth grade rolls around. And I'm going to this super white school. Got a new pair of glasses, yeah. Yeah, I did, because I had those pink ones before. Oh. Yeah. So then... I wish we had pictures for you guys for all this stuff, so you could see us. Do we, we still have our middle school picture? Yeah, we do. Where? It's over there, but I'll put it in the video. Okay. Um, so then, uh, eighth grade, I start going to this super white school. You know, like, there, there, there's just a bunch of white people. Mm. And I'm so used to being the new kid, so that wasn't really a phase. But um, yeah, we had we had art together, and that's where this is where our story begins. So your turn, take over. So I see this chick, right? And and I don't know, uh, J C Booth Middle School. There was already so many cliques, and the way the demographic was is the black kids hung out with black kids, white kids hung out with white kids, but. Uh, I don't know. I felt like I needed to break that demographic in some way. And I think so too. I think the biggest divide was the neighborhood. All the kids that lived in Winmead would hang out together. Yeah. You didn't live in that neighborhood. You lived in the white people neighborhood. Yeah. So you you did have the ability to be more fluid like that. Yeah. Continue. So I did my thing. Mm -hmm. I hung out with both sides. Um, I hung out with the kids from Winmead. I didn't care. I hung out with the white kids from where I lived in Plantera Ridge. I didn't care. I was, I, I, if, dude, to me, people are people. It doesn't matter what their dialect is, um, what their country of origin was. People are people, man. So that's what I realized even when at a young age, that you just hang out with everybody. Just see what everybody's about. You don't need to you know, click up with one specific group because they match your skin color or they're from where you're from. Because by doing that, I didn't, you don't learn anything. You don't get to have more experiences. And even at a young age, I knew I was here in the world to have an experience. So, blase, blase. Okay, I'm out here just saying, just talking. And uh, my friends are talking about this new kid that just popped up. Okay. And they're like, yeah, I think she has class with who or whatever and here and there. And then I can't remember who said it, but somebody was kind of along the lines of getting ready to start like bullying her in some way. They were like, yeah, well, I don't like the way she whatever. Was it a guy or a girl? It was a girl. Of course. And and I don't, and it's something else. And I, and I, it felt very much like this person felt like the new kid was going to be competition for them liking this other guy, uh, L... Oh yeah, we know who you're. We'll call him LJ. It wasn't LJ. It was Eldrin. Eldrin. Yeah, we're just putting everyone's government out. Putting y'all all out here. Y'all know who you is. So anyway, um, this person felt like this this new girl or was that whatever was gonna be competition for them, and they were about to give her. You know, it just sounded like they were about to give her a hard time. Well, I, I'm not gonna toot my horn and say I was a popular kid because that's bull. I'm, I wasn't a popular kid, but everyone knew me okay okay so i wasn't popular but everyone knew me i don't know if that makes sense um but they did you just you just knew who two shard was just because i i was in your face i was talking to you i was cracking jokes i was usually the class clown or i was helping somebody like kids would drop their books or somebody would bully somebody and they dropped their books or they'd hit their books out of their hand I'd help them pick up their books and then I'd go talk to that person later on and be like, why did you do that? And most of the time it didn't work out <laughs> for me. Like they, you know, but still at least they, I tried to hold people accountable for what they just did. Anyway, so I took it upon myself. Dumbest thing I think I've ever done because I feel like I should have went about this in, the, in a different way. I didn't even see Ariel yet. Um, but I knew she was black. Uh-huh. And I knew, I, I, felt that possibly she probably looks a little like she she was probably like I don't know I don't know why I felt like she maybe looked like she could be a cousin of mine mm -hmm. so that's what I said I went with it I just it's like hey don't talk about her that's one of my cousins don't be like that <laughs> I don't know why I did it and the girl's like oh she's your cousin 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Never heard nothing else about it. And so then later on, I saw Ariel out in the in the in the whatever, in the what we what do we call them pods? Yeah. This is after homeroom when you're switching to go to your first real class or whatever. And I see her. She's lined up. I think she was going into English. And I was going into science class. That was my first class. Wow, and, that memory. And I was like, so I, I walked up to her and put my arm around her just immediately and said, what's up, cuz? And I remember her looking at me <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> like, who, first, who are you? Secondly, what do you mean, what's up, cuz? And thirdly, you're kind of cute. I'm going to go with it. Yes. So she totally went with it. I did. She was just like, hey, how's it going? Awkward. Just I probably awkward. said it exactly like that. Oh man. And I was like, I'm good, you going you going into class? And she's like, Yep. <laughs> and so and that's that's pretty much where it all began. Yeah. I called her my cousin and we went from there, which like I said was probably the dumbest thing you could do for somebody you're gonna end up falling in love with. Well, he didn't know. I had no idea. I didn't I also really didn't know how cute she was at the time. I just assumed it was another kid who's brand new to the school. They just need a little bit of help. Mm -hmm. Big girl, little girl, medium girl, doesn't matter. Guy, late, it didn't really matter. They just, they need some help. It's Booth Middle School. We all need to get off our high horse, welcome them in, so that way they can have a good school year with the rest of us. Cause I mean, that's all it, 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 it all this, who I like, who I want to be with. We got plenty of time. Yeah. So, uh, eighth grade, we had all of our electives together. So we had art, home, home, what's it called? Not homeroom. No. Home ec. Home ec, French, and the adventure class. Oh, with the man. courses and stuff. That adventure class was bomb, though, y'all. Yeah, it was. Got the zip line. Yeah. You had to do this one thing where you walked on this log that was way up high in the trees. Mm -hmm. You had to walk across it without mm -hmm. any help. Mm -hmm. Other than, I mean, you got a harness on you, but still. Like, if you fell off, you pretty much fell off. Like, he would just catch you as you're falling. Yeah. Like, with the rope. He would just right. pull on it as you, like, as you fall off. But once you fell off, that's game. Yeah. And that was fun. But. So, I would say, like, I mean, eighth grade, we had mutual friends, I think. But we weren't really, like, that chatty with each other. Yeah, we didn't really click at that time in eighth grade. Um, but, of course, I knew of her and, mm -hmm. and all the people that she knew knew of me, so naturally somehow at the end of the year we ended up taking a picture together yeah which is a picture i guess you put it in the she's she's gonna put it in the in the video so either you've already saw it or you're seeing it now right. um and that's us i've got my arm around her pretty much looking exactly how like if if you want to take that picture and think of it as our first time meeting pretty much how it probably was yeah so, <laughs> so cute so adorable. So then at the end of the year though, we, the whole like eighth grade went to this park that was down the street. I hate this part of the story. And on the way back from the park, you know, I'm walking, maybe with my friends, I don't know, or maybe I was alone. And he comes up to me and he says, the only thing I remember him saying, I'm sure he said other things, was, so what would you say if I told you I liked you? And it freaked me out. And so I like squealed and like ran away. And for me, that was another one bites the dust. Don't mind that pause there, you guys. Uh, our camera was about to cut off on us. We haven't gotten one of those fancy shoot for however you want it, long you want it to shoot. So, well, side note, I really wanted to, to like you know, record myself sleeping so that way I can see if the aliens is real and if they actually came into the room. But as you can tell, the damn camera cuts off in 30 minutes, so it's good for nothing. Basically. I can't, I can't find out about ghosts. I can't find out about the aliens. It's awful. So another one bites the dust. And that's how I felt when she squealed and ran off. It kind of felt like, ew, ew. I don't really like you like that. Yeah. That's how it really felt. But that's not how I felt. Like, I did, I don't know, I, uh, I, th I think I did like you. Like, mm. I did like you. Mm. But what I should have said is that, hey dude, I'm not allowed to have a boyfriend until I'm like 16, so. Not that that had stopped me Either before, way, she doesn't get it. That wouldn't, have, that wouldn't have mattered. 
Like, it doesn't matter how you turn someone down. Turn, getting turned down is the whole point of not even putting yourself out there. Yeah. Doesn't matter if someone says, oh, I have a boyfriend, or oh, I have a husband, or oh, I'm here with my family, or oh, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm just not allowed to date right now. She wasn't allowed to date at that time, but she sure enough was doing other things with other people. Two years previously. But yet she's not allowed to date little old me. Hey guys, I, I know. I don't know why I said no, but I regret it to a certain extent at this point. So that's, I mean, yeah, so that was eighth grade. Ninth grade. I don't know why I was persistent. I, I just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Go ahead. <laughs> Ninth grade, nothing crazy happened in ninth grade except for our lockers were kind of close to each other. Mm -hmm. And I remember... I heard her, I heard her with one of these one-twosies. Go ahead, tell me what the one-twosie was. Yes. I heard it with this pickup line. It's so good. You so smell good. so good. I could just eat you up. And I was wearing cocoa butter that day, so I know like my skin was just like glittery. I say glittery, but like shimmery, like just freaking glossy. That's a better word. And I think it was so funny, like I just laughed about it. But no, but then like later on in the year, that was like at the very beginning of the year, but later on in the year, I wrote him a, what's it called? Secret Admirer. Secret Admirer, yeah. Cause I found out that his birthday was the same day as my half brother's birthday. And I think that just made me have like even more of a connection with him despite the cousin thing, which um, I don't know if people believed fully. Some people were still going along with it because, of course, like I said, I knew everybody, but I wasn't a popular kid, so they didn't know all the ins and outs of me and where I come from and who I'm with and who I'm not with. So mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure most, like some people at school still were like, aren't they cousins? Yes. Um, but my BFF was not buying it. She didn't buy it, like, first day at all. She was like, really, Green, this is your cousin, huh? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Does it seem like it? Is it the smirk on my face? And even Is it that I keep giggling every time you say her name? I'm sorry. <laughs> and even after, like, we were right next to each other, and she's like, he's not your cousin. You know, like, she would always just mess with me about liking him. I'm like, ew, I don't like him. He's not my cousin. Yes. But like, you know, I never told her he's not my cousin, but she just knew like, and eventually it was dropped. Yeah. But. Um, like I said, still the dumbest thing I've ever, I should have, I should never have said that. Anyway, go ahead. It's okay. So that was ninth grade. Nothing really happened other than the secret admirer note. So what did you think when you got that? So I got the secret admirer note, you guys. And I was on the hunt. I became Sherlock Holmes today, <laughs> okay? So I had my prospects and none of them were Ariel. Not one of the people that I thought was a secret admirer for me was Ariel. Well, at this point, we had no classes together. No so classes. we saw each other in passing every now and then. So honestly, I'd forgotten about Ariel. Yeah. Um, I was moving on with my life. Uh, you know, when you're told nothing, and they run away giggling after you ask them, hey, what would you say if I liked you? And they're just like, ha ha ha, and they run away. Um, you kind of just say, all right, new prospects are, are what I need to be looking for. Um, so I went on the hunt, man. Yeah. I went on the hunt trying to find out, was asking all kinds of girls, hey, uh, you know, you and me, is this, is this real? No, this isn't real, get away from me. Oh. Okay, that's the wrong one. That's not her, it's not the right one. Nope, so you did not figure it out. I never figured it out. I had a team. I had two dudes, uh, Zach, and I want to say Roger Melendez. Roger Melendez. Government. Um, Zach Gardner. And both of these guys, we were out here hunting, trying to figure out, man, who likes Shard? Like, who could it be? And eventually, after about two or three days of trying to figure it out, we gave up on it and just chalked it up to, it's probably some chick who's not all that hot if she had to go and do a darn secret admirer note Aww. she she's it's not it's not gonna be anybody that you want buddy so i was just i just chalked it up to the wind as somebody trying to boost my self-esteem or trying to be nice to me or i don't know but the, no one ever came up and said hey it's me i just i honestly assumed that it was tiffany griffin oh Oh my That's gosh. who I assumed that it was because well, she was now, so. she was so giggly around me, you guys, and just I don't know, 
I don't know, her name works with my last name, but only because there's Giara's there, like Tiffany Green. Aura? Griffin. Giara. Aura. Fine, I'll say R. G R. G's. Won't let me go to my roots. <laughs> okay. So, but since she had grit and I have green, you know, it just, it, it works, but I just wasn't into Tiffany Griffin. Nice girl. Mm -hmm. um, she wasn't ugly or anything. Just, I didn't click with Tiffany Griffin. Word. Um, so then, yeah. But I assumed it was her. I, I, I went through my whole list of all these girls and then eventually I was just like, it's probably her because she's not, she's still giggling around me and she doesn't really, I can tell she likes me, but she's not, she's never said it. So what do you do? Okay. So I just moved on. Yeah, and I never, I didn't even tell you until like even years after our relationship started because yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah. But, so that was ninth grade. And then 10th grade, I went to school for like two weeks within the um, school year. And then my family moved to California. So I remember my last day of school, I told you I was leaving. It was the end of the day. We had our backpack sign and I remember exactly where we were standing too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Over by the library. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so we hugged. Oh, smile, friend. Oh my gosh. We hugged, and I remember like just the awkwardness because we both had our backpacks on and like trying to get my arms around you. And then like my my little face went into your neck. It was just a little bit sweaty. It was so cute. So we said goodbye. It was the end of the day, man. I had a long day, gym class. Yeah. Oof. Let's not even talk about history class with Mr. Gerald. Wow. Oof, I was never top banana. No. Never top banana. Mr. Gerald, shout out, Macintosh. Oh my gosh. All right. So then, um, tenth grade. Best, best history teacher ever, even though I failed his class. Dude is the best history teacher ever, because I still remember all of my Alexander the Great stuff, even though I failed that test. Wow. Still remember all of my Alexander Hamilton stuff. Mostly from Alexander Hamilton's uh, The Rap. Not so much to do with Mr. Gerald, but that's a different story. Go ahead. <sighs> I did not have Mr. Gerald. Well, Your sister had Mr. Gerald, though. She did. Top Banana. You know what it is. I think she did make Top Banana once. Top Banana's where it's at, boy. When you, gotta, when you get in that class and he tells you first day, you gotta look up the dictionary. It's easy as your homework. <laughs> Find out what Top Banana means. Shoot. Anyway. Good times. Good times. So 10th grade, I was in California, but whenever I would talk to my BFF, she would be like, yeah, uh, Shark says hi. And I'm like, oh, it was like literally almost every single time that we talked, she's like, yeah, he says hi. So that was it, but I never talked to him. Honestly, that's probably true though, because I do remember Bintu talking to me about you every once in a while. Mm-hmm. She would say, hey, Ariel says, hey, she's doing good. No. Yes, yeah, she would. So she was instigating yeah, the whole she was. time. And I was like, okay, we'll tell her I said, hey. But I was like, Ariel's never coming back. Like, it's just. But I did come back in 11th grade and I told no one. I didn't tell my BFF. She was like pretty much the only person I still talked to. So I got there. It was like a Thursday, just random day, middle of the week. And, um, yeah, I came back, and that's this is where our story begins. Oh our, my gosh, we've been doing this for a while now. So long. This whole conversation. I hope you guys are not bored listening to us swoon over each other about our little lame relationship. Whoa. <laughs> but um, yeah. So what happened we had next? Only only thing we had together was lunch. Lunch. That was that it. was it. So. We had lunch together and I was, I don't know why I was so happy to see that she was back, but somehow I knew she was coming. Like somebody, some, you told someone. I did not. Because somehow I knew, no, 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 she didn't tell anyone because people said she was back. Yeah, people started seeing me. They're like, Ariel's back. And I was like, oh snap, for real? And then that's when I saw you at lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I made my move first day. No, because I probably got to school maybe like seven. It, it took you a couple weeks, I would say. So we had lunch together. I guess we had mutual friends. Mm -hmm. um, well, they they just congregated around each other. Like like I said, I had the Zach and the and the Rogers, and they kind of hung out with Michelle Amosu. And Bintu liked Zach too. So I think that's and, maybe how we how how we came connected. 
and Michelle, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. I'm just putting so many people's names out here, man. Right. I hope y'all have credit security. Okay. And you're not wanted for anything. <laughs> and I don't know them. <laughs> I know of them. I don't know them. <laughs> anyway. I should probably get far away from the mic. Yeah, you're blowing that out. Blowing it out. So, uh, one fateful day in October, this guy writes me a note. I want to say it was like, yeah, yeah, it was at least. It was in October because our first I want to say it was around my cousin's birthday. Okay. My real cousin, uh, we won't put his government out in the street because he's trying to make a family and everything, but uh, my real cousin, David Tatamy, um, <laughs> <laughs> he... What? It doesn't matter his just, birthday. I don't, it was I, something, his birthday. Something about his birthday made me feel like I need to I need to be with somebody. I don't know why. That's strange. I know. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to remember how I felt back then. It's a long ways away. Yeah. Go ahead. So anyway, he writes me a note and it says, "Love is good. Love is great. When are we going to date?" And I was like, "Swoon." Okay. Okay. Why is not amazing, but no one's ever written me poetry. Like I considered myself to be a poet. And I don't think he didn't know that. So I, I didn't know. I had no idea. I was just out here trying to be cool. Yeah. Trying to be slick. Cause y'all I was weight training. Okay. I was getting these muscles up at the time. I was pumping. I was pumping doing weight training in school. So I was really feeling myself because I was getting pecs and abs and stuff. Yeah. Woo! Woo! You could touch me, boy. <laughs> Go ahead. And I was like, whoa, okay. Did I wait, but what did I say? I remember you laughed and said something along the lines of, okay. <laughs> and then the next day, I know we started writing notes back and forth yeah, about okay. like who we are. Yeah, like I've made a little questionnaire for you. And that was fun. So, go ahead. We're about to embarrass her, you guys. This is when I found out that she wasn't a virgin. So you remember earlier when I said that I wasn't allowed to date till I was 16? Mm-hmm. This is so embarrassing. Mm -hmm. Why would you do this? Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't matter. Mm -hmm. But that's the topic for a different day. So she pretty much banged this dude who she was talking to on the internet, okay? They didn't necessarily bang. To give them the- give them Are the, you give serious? Them the, give them the story. We're adults here. Give them the story. Oh my gosh. It's so super embarrassing. We, we, I was like 14, 15 at the time. He was in his 20s. Like early 20s. She's not sure. Let's just be up front. Yeah, no. She's no, not sure. He, no, I did find out later. He was in his early 20s. He was like, uh, I think nine years older than me. Which is a lot when you're 14, obviously. Which is gross when you're 14. Yes, this is true. So anyway, yeah, like, um... We hung out a couple times, but the last time we hung out, we were at his place and getting hot and heavy. And he's like, hey, let me just get like three pumps. But he didn't end up getting the three pumps, but he tried and uh, it just, you know, didn't work out completely. So uh, yeah, that is what happened. But it, was, it wasn't like a, you know, like a rape type thing, unless you're considering it as statutory. So, I'm sitting here thinking I'm the ish, you know, like, haha, I got pecs, I got abs, haha. Oh yeah, your body was banging. Haha, what you want to do, girl? Mm -hmm. And then you get down to the, you know, of course I'm thinking, of course, who's a, who's not a virgin at this point? We're only 16. I mean, why would you have had sex by now? So awkward. I did not think we were going. So to I say, today. I get to that part, and I'm like, haha, nope. Clean and ready to go, baby. What you want to do? And then you look on her answer questionnaire and it says, wait, no, I, I said, am I still a virgin? Yes. And then on yours, it said no. And I'm like, oh no, but oh yes, at least she's experienced and won't be as squeamish. Wow. Won't be as scared of it. Won't be as, as worried about it. Cause she already knows what to do. She can help me find the correct hole. That way I don't have to have that experience of putting it in the wrong hole. Oh my gosh, this is this could be a plus. And she's single. I'm jackpotting right now. 
And that wasn't the case, but that's the, that's the Exactly, case. and I didn't know that. I didn't know that the case was, is that it was a very traumatizing experience for her, and it's still kind of traumatizing her to where she doesn't, it was it just wasn't good. It just yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't the, it wasn't the amazing sex I'm thinking that she had in my mind at the time. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, you know what? Bet. I'm about to nab this. This girl, she mine. She already, she's already messed up. Firstly, by passing notes to me. Once you start passing notes to your boy, you can't. It's over. It's over. You're locked in. Um, so, I guess, what, did we decide on we going? Went, yeah, we went to the movies for our first date. Went October 23rd, 2004. 2004. Good times. And we saw Taxi. Saw two movies, y'all. Yeah. Saw two movies. Taxi with Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon. And then we went and saw The Grudge. The Grudge. <laughs> the Grudge. Yeah. Scary. That noise still gets me. I don't know why I did it. I got. I'm. I'm terrified. Hmm. To this day, The Grudge chick scares me. Yeah. That's still want to go to Japan. <laughs> still want to find that house. Wow. Don't want to go inside. Okay. I'll look at it from right here, two blocks down. Okay. With the camera zoomed in. Mm -hmm. This feels safe. Mm. That feels safe. That feels real safe. Yeah. So, um... The date. It the, was, I mean, it was good. It was pretty good. Taxi, when we were sitting in the taxi watching that movie, we didn't really touch too much. I don't even think we held hands during that. No. We just kind of sat there watching the movie. Because um, I was still nervous, man. This is like, honestly, this is my first real relationship. Like, you Your can't even... Your first real date. This is my first real relationship. You can't even count what I had from fourth to sixth grade as anything. Like this, this is really it right here. Um, so my buddy Chad knew that I was a little punk and that I hadn't even like held a aggressively bun like brushed up against a chick. Like, so he was like, dude, I'm just gonna challenge you to hold her hand. That's all you gotta do. I thought he was gonna challenge me to kiss her. I was gonna challenge me to like grab her butt or something crazy. He was like, you just gotta hold her hand, bro. So I was like, all right, dude, I can do that. I couldn't do it. Yes. Um, okay. I had to tell her yes. that I had a challenge that I needed her help accomplishing. Yes, he was like, uh, hey, so um, don't be mad. I was like, all right, what's going on? He's like, well, my friend bet that I wouldn't hold your hand. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. I was like, okay. And so we just like, I was like, okay. And then we held hands. Boom. Mission accomplished. Mm -hmm. So that was, on, that was on the way to the grudge. Taxi to the grudge. Yeah. So we held hands on the way into the grudge. We found ourselves some front row seats. Um, so of course we're kind of having to look up at the screen, but it was kind of nice because we were kind of in the back part of the front row. Okay. Um, so you didn't have to necessarily like break your neck to look up. So you could still kind of, you know, you looked up, but not all the way. So it wasn't too painful. It was actually pretty good viewing. Mm -hmm. Um, and she was holding on tight and that was a part of the plan. You guys, you take it to a scary movie. She's going to have to hold on to you. And I had just got done working them biceps the day before. So they were still swollen. Ooh. Hook, line, and sinker, man. Yep, it was over for me. Sadly, though, your boy didn't get a kiss on the first date. No, but... She, she, she was... She, go ahead, tell him you weren't even going to let it happen. No matter what, you weren't going to let me get a kiss on the first date. I tell wasn't... Him. Tell him, that's what you told me. Tell him. Oh, yeah, I guess I wasn't going to. So, that didn't happen. Were you going to or not, Ariel? If I'd have kissed you, or if I'd have went in for you, you'd have been down? Exactly. Yeah. You see how long she's taking to answer? Yeah. Like, dang, like, why, why are girls, like, not into the good guys, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It's something that's wrong with our species. I have, I feel like I have some bad boy qualities, though. So I don't get why. Do you? I mean, knowing Most you. bad boys are outgoing. Check. Okay. <laughs> Check. Most bad boys, um, I don't know. I have no idea. That's about don't all do I've well got. do well in school. Haha, <laughs> Check. Are good at sports. Check. Okay. Enjoy weightlifting. Check. I haven't been to the gym. Shout out to the Killmonger workout. We're going to get back to you sooner or later somehow. Are we? Somehow I'm going to get back to it, man. I've got to get back. i get. I got to get my body back. Look at these little biceps. I got a great try, but this bicep is just, it's just bad. 
It's just bad, man. And my chest. Don't even look at the chest, you guys. Don't look at it right now. It's not on point. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, we went on several more dates. But I... Then there was also a little break period. You gotta tell them about... The, not a break period. But I went to... I went to uh, Biloxi with my parents. Oh, yeah. That's um, right. So there was a weekend where we didn't really get to hang out. Yeah. Uh, and during that weekend, I got her like a necklace that had an oh, A on it. Oh, yes. Um, and brought it back to her. That was like the first thing, the first gift I think I ever bought you. That was so sweet. Yeah, I still have it. All the gems have fallen out, but yes. Um, and so I, when, when we first got together, and I told you this, I was like, hey, we're moving back to California in a few months, so... Let's just, you know, like not make this serious. We'll like, you know, go our separate ways once it's time for me to go back. And I, weren't you, I feel like you were kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I remember saying, yeah, that's cool. That makes sense. That makes mm -hmm. sense. Just a little, you know, we'll get to know each other. We'll have a little, you know, fun or whatever. We'll hang out. We'll go on dates. And of course, <laughs> excuse me, when you leave, we'll just, you know, it's all good. I'll just see you later. Catch you, catch you. If you ever come back? I if you guess. ever come back or catch you, I don't know. I just, I, hey, it was nice having you in, the, in my life. Yeah. So then our first date was... Almost cried right there. Go ahead. Wow. Our first date was in October. And then um, I remember you asked me to marry you early January. It was like January 9th or 11th. Okay. okay. So by this time, sorry moms, both moms, mm. dads, sisters, brothers. Sorry, everybody. We were totally banging, yeah. I think, three weeks in. Yeah, that sounds about accurate. Three weeks in, like, first week we went on the date. <sighs> second week I couldn't see her, so I brought her home a necklace. Third week. Do you want to tell them about our first time? No way. Of course you don't. So, first time we're in the basement, right? And we're at my parents' house. We're in the basement. We're about to try and do this thing. Mm -hmm. Right? My brother has already shown me how to put a condom on a banana. So, I'm a pro. Um, I, I, I go to slip it on myself, right? I'm ready. We down here. We, I forget what we were watching, man. Yeah, I don't remember. And she's looking nervous as shit. And I'm like, why are you so nervous? What's wrong? You've done this before. Have I? Exactly. And she's like, I don't know if this is, if I'm ready or not. She didn't say, I don't know if I'm ready. She, I don't even remember what you said. I don't think you said anything. We were just going to go ahead and do it. Yeah. And I think I like touched my stuff with her stuff. And the tears came hard. Just straight balling. This is my first time so hard. This is my first, like, like, I don't even remember when we had our first, like, just sit down and we kissed. I remember. Like, making yeah, out? Yeah, no, just us kissing oh. for the first time. Was that on the 23rd or was no, that no, no. No, the week later? Yeah, I think it was the next week. We were outside on the balcony. Of course I remember the, yeah. what, like, the day. I just don't remember the date. Yeah, no, I don't remember either, but it, it must have been our second date. She's the first girl I ever kissed, like, on the lips. Touching lips, touching. Mm. So, I, I am. This is this is all brand new for your boy. Holding hands is brand new. Getting a long period hug is brand new. Get, just so I'm seeing her cry, and I think I am the worst person alive at this point because I've made her cry. This isn't going well. First try out the gate, it didn't work. Yeah. We were like, okay, we're just gonna put our, we're just gonna. You know what? Let's just put our stuff back on. I'll just hold you and we'll just watch stuff. She's apologizing. No, it's, it's all good. And on the inside, I'm like, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. So I think you were like, all right, let's try again. Same day? No. Oh, another no. day. No, of course it wasn't the same day. <laughs> okay. You don't remember? Yeah, I do remember. We'll say maybe four days later. Yeah. Um, Accurate. She comes back over. And my my parents thought it was cool if they just, you know, leave us at the house alone for a little while. They wanted to go see a movie. Mm -hmm. We're 16. You don't really need a babysitter for two 16-year-olds. What kind of trouble could they really get into? I wasn't that type of kid who would, like, take her out or, you know, take her out and do something horrible or go to a party or have a party at that. You know, I was a normal kid. Uh, so most people were probably going to do is 
eat some food and watch a movie or whatever. Right. And bang. <laughs> so that's what we did. And bang. Uh, and that was a magical experience. The second time was just so much better. So we'll say that, that, that like, we decided that, that was our first time instead of the other one that was more traumatizing. Mm-hmm. So everyone. for everybody involved. Um, and it was just magical. And I don't know. I just... I got caught up. He was sprung. I, I, got, I got caught up. Caught up. Got me feeling that. Yeah. I'm losing control. This girl's got a hold on me. Uh, we're not gonna sing the whole song for you anyway so i don't know yeah yeah so now we've been doing it from november all the way to january early january and so i was like yeah i think you're the one i don't think there's anybody else for me mm -hmm. like not only not only are you kind of from where i'm from yeah like california and also Georgia. We both have, you know, I'm from Georgia. What I meant was more that the Georgia part of you being, going to J.C. Booth and Macintosh oh, yeah. and Peachtree City. You're from where I'm from. Okay. You know, mm -hmm. you have the same idea of the world that I have. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we've been to some of the same places. Mm -hmm. California. I'm from California. She's from Georgia. She lived in California. I live in Georgia. Like, it's our... our our opposites attract oh my gosh yeah that's that's something that i think we'll talk about a lot in the podcast is how our opposites attract because really we are really opposite and we've had this argument like during like when we wanted to break up with each other yeah that we don't have anything in common we have nothing in common and but i think that like our interests like the surface things are opposite but like when you get to the bottom of it we're, you know, as far as like our um, goals and like the way that we see the world and just our backgrounds in general are really similar. So I think that's the thing that really keeps us together. Yeah, makes us click. So, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, that was me. I want to say, but technically you were 16. Yes, I was, I was 17 at the time. Yeah. So he got a ring from Macy's. It was really pretty. I ended up losing it a couple years later. But um ring was expensive too, y'all. It was like 450. Yeah. So But yeah, I, I I was serious. I was dead serious. And were. I don't think she was taking me as serious as it, I guess I I thought I was being as transparent as I could that I wasn't just doing this because you've had sex with me. Mm. Like there's more to us than I think you realize and I see it and I wanna be with you. I wanna have children with you. I wanna have a life with you. I wanna be with you. Like I knew it at 16. Um, and I think the reason I knew that is because, this is gonna sound dumb, I've had so many rejections. She's the first girl who let me in. She hey, had so it's many rejections. She she wanted to kiss me. I haven't had that before. She wanted to be around me. I haven't really had that before. She, you could tell she was excited to see me if we pass each other in the halls now. Like, I've never had any of this before. I probably won't get a girl like this who's this pretty to like me again like this ever. Aww. And even if I could, she hasn't been to Macintosh. She hasn't been to... JC Booth, she hasn't, she hasn't grown up with me like Ariel's grown up with me. Like if I get with anybody, it's gonna be somebody who has had their own life, and now I'm bringing all my life into it. And I gotta, uh, I just felt like she could achieve. Like I, all these things went through my mind as I'm thinking about asking her to marry me, and it just nothing seemed more right. That sounds so cliche and so lame. And I'm sure some viewers just threw up, but it just it just felt right. So yeah, engaged at 16, no regrets. I said no regrets. yes, and I said yes, but I do agree with you. I in the back of my mind, I'm still thinking like I'm moving. You know, maybe we'll stay together a little while, but you know, we still have the rest of junior year. We have senior year. Who knows what's gonna happen once college comes? So yeah, I said yes, and not really you know thinking about the literal like impl implications of it if you know if we're really going to go through with it so 
yeah i mean i think that's that's the story of how we got engaged at 16. that's it that's the full story of how we decided to get engaged yeah yeah and i mean uh, so let's let's talk a bit about that right let's talk a bit about how you feel um how we feel from our story looking out at other people who want to do the same thing oh. would you suggest because you see there's a there's a lot of factors um a lot of variables that go into why the both of us ended up getting together at 16 mm -hmm. that i don't think works for every 16 year old's relationship okay what are those factors like for instance my buddy chad um chad was a playboy okay chad has been mad daddy since fourth grade me and him had that's been my best friend since fourth grade um and he he was getting chicks back then like no problem but he decided to settle on this one girl carrie mccray um my girl was shawnee polk and all four of us was like little inseparable buddies for from fourth grade to sixth grade and carrie and chad had already kissed me and shawnee hadn't chad left shawnee not shawnee chad left carrie and a year later like i want to say at the end of sixth grade maybe the beginning of seventh he's dating shawnee your ex-girlfriend. My ex-girlfriend. I didn't care, man. We'd never even done anything. He had my blessing. Go for it. Maybe <laughs> you can make something happen. They didn't. Mm -hmm. um, and then what happened next after that? And then he just, man, he was just getting hot chicks left and right, left and right. So by the time we were 16, Chad is already a expert at fellatio, Whoa. an expert at, you know, what holes to put it in, what to do with this thing, what to do with that. Like, this kid's already done stuff that I can't even dream of doing now, even as an adult, when he was just 12, 13. So then how does that relate to other people's relationships? So, what I say for Chad, mm -hmm. that yeah, man, if you ask a girl to marry you, you're going to love it. You get what I'm saying? No. Chad was a playboy. So him being in a monogamous relationship is not healthy for him. So you're being sarcastic point. when you say you're going to love it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So like when you like, yeah, like I said, I wouldn't tell him. I, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wouldn't tell him that you should get married at 16 and you're about to and, and you got you'll never find a girl that you'll be in. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for me, it was different because I was just looking for the one for me. Chad is out here on that uh, saying of there's fish in the sea. Hardcore. Mm -hmm. OK, this man was a was a fisherman extraordinaire <laughs> so i i feel like for him and and the way that he does things if he were to if a girl were to try and lock him down at 16 it wouldn't have worked out mm -hmm. like if you would have gotten with a chad type of guy yeah as soon as the plane tickets and everything or even as soon as you were like all right i'm about to hop in the car mm -hmm. peace yeah, because he did, even like when we were a freshman in college, he did have a girl that he was with for a while that uh, that ended up not working out. So. Because Chad just likes girls, man. You can't <laughs> fault him for it. He just likes women. So your advice to other people? I just feel like you'll know um, whether or not the time is right for you. That's, that's just the best advice I can give you. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't realize that Ariel was a player. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> and she is. She's a player. She crushes a lot. And I didn't realize that for our relationship. I thought we were on the same wavelength. I'm all about her. She was supposed to be all about me. Eventually in the relationship that showed that that wasn't the case. Um, and that's something that we're having to work through in our relationship. Yeah. And I really would not wish that on anybody. Um, I don't wish anybody to go through that with someone that they love and care about. I would say that you both need to be on the same page because we definitely weren't on the same page when... At Dude, that we're point. about to sound so old. We're about to sound so cliche. You've got to talk, okay? You've got to talk. And You've got to have good communication skills. And just understand each other, you know, because I, I knew where you stood, and I feel like you under, like you knew where I stood. I thought but, I knew, but I didn't. 
I didn't realize that you were like, yeah, well, I'll marry you, but we're probably not gonna be together in a year and a half. Like that's- Yeah, that's true, I didn't make Why that would clear. you say yes then, ho? Being married isn't a year and a half type deal. Being married is forever. Like 16 to 96, forever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know how to tell people that you have to talk to somebody, that you have to talk to each other, cause that, I think that's gonna roll this into our next topic. Okay. So let's. It's in this topic here. Yeah. How would you like? What would you? How do you feel about telling somebody whether or not they should marry someone at the, at the age of sixteen? If you should get engaged. Yeah, I would just advice? say that you should just both be on the same page. Make it clear like what your intentions are. Like you know, I'm serious. I want this to be forever. Is that also how you feel? You know, can we make this work long term? throughout you know differences of opinion and differences of goals and yeah. all these types of things like it's you know it's serious if you want it to be real then it's really serious and so so basically what we're saying is, is communication is very key yeah it is it just is mm. i mean you've got to you've got to pretend this thing is a twitch stream and you got to tell that person everything that's on your mind Ooh, excuse me, this tea is giving me the burps, man. Gross. You've got to give them everything that's on your mind. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, there's going to be some things that get lost in translation because no one translated it. Yeah. Um, and then you have other problems that arise. It's best to just... I, I, I just really feel this strongly. I think it's best to tackle any relationship problem that you have head on. Yeah. And you talk about it, you discuss it, you look at why you're there, how you got here. And it's the only way you both can get an understanding of even just how the other person views the issue at hand. Mm -hmm. They may not even view it the same way you view it, but you don't even know that. You're going off of how you view it, so now you've created a whole other argument because of the miscommunication. Mm -hmm. Which brings me to our next topic. How does the mainstream, that means movies, television, video games, how do they express relationships? Yes. Always in almost every movie, in almost every video game, and every TV show, if someone's in a relationship, there is nothing but conflict, turmoil, and miscommunication. Word. This is like nothing but it. And it mess. It is. It is literally. I think that's a huge factor to why we have so many uh, non-monogamous relationships. Mm. I think that's another reason why. There's so many people on Tinder, on the Craigslist, looking for him, her pages. Which has been taken down now. But, uh, yeah. But this is a good topic to explore in our next podcast. Oh, no. I want to explore it now. No, it's a long-ass topic. We got we to gotta save it. I want to explore meat. it now. And so, <laughs> join us for our next podcast, guys, where we're going to be talking about how relationships affect... Uh, not how relationships affect how the mainstream, how media, how entertainment affects relationships, you know, going forward. And just, are they healthy? Is it unhealthy? Is it realistic? Is it realistic? Um, and and do they show, is there, do we have any examples? Because I guess we'll have to do a little bit of research. Yeah. Do we have any examples of a healthy relationship between uh, between two people? And that it's healthy, it makes sense, it's realistic, and, you know, should more people watch this? Should people be like this? Is it possible to be like this? Yes. More in our next podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you guys didn't throw up too much. I apologize for all the details, but at the same Ooh. time, I really want to bring you guys along with us on our journey to greatness, because I think that's where we're heading. Um... <laughs> So I gotta start you off at the bottom so we can Dude, get here. It was a roller coaster of emotions for myself personally. Brought up a lot of old memories sometimes that you don't really want to think about. But you know, it's for the it's for the good of the community to share these types of experiences because really everyone has different experiences and you can take something from it, hopefully. And I think that as long as uh we as people give you guys a good relationship uh kind of have a good relationship with our viewers with our audience communicate to you guys maybe then that way it'll help you not be so scared maybe in your relationship or even in you know just platonic relationships 
to not be so scared to express how you feel, things you're thinking. Because um, you see, we're pretty much conveying all of our dirty laundry, even, and, and, and yeah, it's scary. It's and episode it's, one. It's, it's, it's hard. But like I said, we feel like we need to express ourselves to you guys so that way you can get a better view of the R. Green Branch family and, you know, really become really close with us because that's what we ultimately want to do. We want to have you guys become some of our roots. We want to have some of you guys become some of our branches, some of our leaves. Um, help us grow. Help us become a nice big tree and <laughs> be a part of that. Yeah. So, like always, you guys, thank you for watching. I'm Tushar. And I'm Ariel. This has been our Green Branch podcast number one. We are so happy that you guys were able to join us today. Please leave your comments in the comment section down below on, you know, our relationship, on, you know, your own relationship. Um, any advice you might want us to give or any questions you have for us, please let us know down in the comments down below. Yes. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you next time.